Hello and welcome to Brewskies and Housekeys. We are here in Old Town, Arvada at our Remax Alliance office. And I am Nicole Kostelecki. And with you as always, Nick Papantanakis. Here to talk about all kinds of fun stuff today. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. I think so. And so. October is right around the corner. So, I mean, I think we have taken a week off. So thank you for being patient with us because... All parts of this podcast took a little trip. So tell me, tell us about your trip. Yes, I went to San Diego for my friend's wedding. It was awesome. I honestly, I didn't see any of San Diego. I will say, well, okay, that's not true. We went to a couple places like by the pier, but really it was mainly all about the wedding weekend and it was super fun. So, I mean, good people. A few pictures I saw on Facebook looked like a good time. We did. We had a great time. The bride looked like a hoot. She is the best. <laughs> I love her. A hoot. hoot. I think the term is hoot. Danny is the absolute best. Love her. That's awesome. Yeah. We had a great time. And our uh, our podcast producer, Nico, took a hiatus from beer to travel to the home of bourbon whiskey. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> Gotta say it that way, though. Louisville. 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 The second Louisville. L's are important. Like, L-O-O. Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> I do it right. The S is silent. The S is silent. There's That's actually a lot of silent letters and some extra. <laughs> and some extra. extra. <laughs> <laughs> I found that out. You, you get corrected by people. Yeah. Oh, it is not Louisville. Don't don't call it. That. They won't they won't say anything if you say Louisville though. Louisville is what I've always said. But not Louisville. I feel like it sounds weird if I say it that way. I feel like I'm imitating. Or that you've had too much bourbon, actually. Oh, maybe that's where it comes from. Might be might be an additional podcast, an offshoot, a spinoff podcast. What kind? Anything to do with bourbon? Oh, and trips. Yes, that's a great idea. Bourbons and backyards. There we go. And you, Nick, where'd you go? Uh, we took a little camping trip. Actually, my wife and my daughter and the dog and myself. And um, we planned to have two days out there. In, uh, it was out just in Allen's Park is a little area outside Estes Park. And um, the first night was so windy and so cold that we had tents blowing over and all kinds of stuff. So we... Only camped one night, and then we went into Estes Park instead and oh. got a hotel room and ended up just staying there the second night. So that was... <laughs> I think that makes sense. Oh, it was <laughs> Guys, it was we're lot. probably all cuddled up. <laughs> we were, and it was, it wouldn't, the cold is fine. The cold is one thing we can do that, but like the wind. tent physically blowing over kind of did it for all of us. So that was, that was enough. One night was good, and we were happy to have a hotel bed and a shower. So I bet. That, that worked out better. Sense. Yeah. But yes, it is October coming up soon. How were the leaves, I was going to ask? Oh, you know, okay, so we got there in a super lucky time because there were only a couple campsites left, and there were aspens and and pines around us, and Uh the aspens were already yellowing. So I think probably, like, in the next week, we're talking the beautiful, like, burst of color is going to be happening up there. They weren't quite there yet? Not quite. There there was a lot of yellow-tinted green going on in those leaves, so that it was starting, but not really there yet, but guaranteed it's going to be gorgeous in the yes. next couple of weeks so but it was it was already packed because i think people were trying to get ahead of it or anticipate it so well you never know exactly when they're going to change i feel like i've tried it and then you're like oh 
they're not there. And then all of a sudden you go up a week later and they're all completely gone. Well, and talking with the people that when we were staying in Estes Park that, that night, talking with like the person at the front desk of the hotel and a couple other people we kind of ran into, they were saying that um, it just, it seemed like it was changing faster than normal this year. Mm. And I was like, really? It didn't seem that way, but you know, they're up there all the time. So they know, but apparently they're concerned that it's going to be way too fast and they're not going to get a lot of time with the changing of the leaves and all that. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, in front of us, we have some special treats today. Um, courtesy of Brewery Ricoli. And Nicole, you've been in there. I have. Recently. Yeah. I go there quite a bit because it's pretty close to my house. Um, but it's a cool little brewery. We had an event there with the local works committee I'm on. So we did a beer tasting and a brewery tour for the community, which nice. was really awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's called Live Local, so it's fun. We do, like, those little events kind of in a few different places. But we went to Ricoli, and they did the tour. It's not it's not the biggest brewery. Um, so the owner, his name is Rick, and he, is, he used to work at um, – Rock Bottom, and he's uh-huh. he does a great job. And all of their beers are actually gluten-removed, too. Which is kind Interesting. of awesome and kind of niche, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's not a lot of breweries are doing that. So there's one or two that do there's a couple gluten-free ones. completely. Yeah. But, I mean, this is that's very unique. And they still taste – they're really good. It still has all the flavor of a beer that has gluten. Yeah, so. you wouldn't know. If you, no. did, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. No, That's, I had to double check. I yeah. was like, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> it tastes really good. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a cool spot. They'll do like live music every once in a while um, and like a comedy night as well. Oh, nice. But I like to go check it out. It's a nice little, nice little brewery. Nice. It's right off Wadsworth. And there's, there is construction kind of going on on Wadsworth, which has been a royal pain yes, it has. lately. Yes, it has. Um, but I definitely suggest looking at it, checking yeah. them out. Cool little place. They've been there for a little while too, and it's yeah, it's it's not a huge space, but man, they have you been in there? I've only driven by. Okay, and well, I, you should stop I've driven by way time. too many times to have not gone in by now. So that's <clears throat> yes. that's shame on me, I say. Yeah. Um, but definitely worth checking out, especially after tasting these, because this is my first endeavor with tasting their beer too. So we have two different size glasses for those of you keeping an eye uh, on the videos. Uh, and that is by design because one of these beers is uh, a little bit headier and higher on the ABVs. What's so the name of that one? That one would be the Enormous <laughs> Richard, which is in the little glass here. That Cheers. is the sound of an Enormous Richard being popped open. Uh, and we this is a double cream ale uh, that is surprisingly. Easy to drink for an 8% beer. Usually when you get higher alcohol content, you end up with a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of like too much pininess from the hops, or it's like a barley wine where it's super sweet. Yeah. This one doesn't have that. I like it. It's delicious. It's pretty smooth. It kind of tastes like a Belgian style to me. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I taste, like a Trippel or a And possibly the best name of a beer that we've tasted so far on this podcast. Pretty funny. I'm no offense sure. to any of the others, but right now, enormous, <laughs> enormous Richards for everybody, I think. And then what's the other one? So this one is the Totally IPA. So and it's, it's at you know, 6.5%, 65 IBU. Um, just a pretty straightforward IPA. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got that, that kind of bitter finish to it. And it's almost a little more maltier than other IPs. I, yeah. Like, I, which I like too. that actually. Yeah. It's really nice. It'd be a good winter drinking IPA. 
see, we're changing into fall. So yeah, we're going from we're a cream ale to this. That's perfect. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's not to love. So worth checking them out for sure. I will be on that list. I will go check them out because this beer you is delicious. So yeah. why the heck not? Yeah. They have a good Pilsner too. I like that one. And yep. an Oktoberfest right now, oh, which that was really, that one was my favorite that I tried the other day. So What's it like in there? Is it big? No, small. Small brewery. So it's like they have kind of like bar seating. And then um, probably like I'd say 10 spaces, but on the bar. And then there's maybe six tables, kind of some high top, some low top. They have games in there. And then they have a little stage set up on one of the corners, like little, I mean, enough for a few people. Live music and comedy. Well, live music and the comedy acts. Yeah. Nice. So no food, just like if you want to order things in, you can, but they usually have popcorn. Nice. Yeah. So small brewery, enormous Richard. I think that's that's our takeaways. That's my takeaway, at least right now. That's, I think that's the last joke I'll make on okay. that too. We'll see. We're gonna see. Actually, I don't know. We got time, and you guys are already listening. So you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is at this point. Yeah. Um, all right, into today's topic. Yep. So we are talking about house hacking. And house hacking. Yeah. Yeah, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about kind of how you can use real estate as an investment. And there's a few different ways that you can do it um, just as far as, you know, buying real estate and seeing how you can make your money back from it. So that's what we're talking about today. Kind of that most common concept is, you know, this is, I just say my dad would always say this to me because, not because he's in real estate, but because he's a dad. That, you know, if you want to have a good investment, invest in real estate. Buy mm-hmm. a home. Live, yeah. live in the home, but you're gaining equity. And that's, right. that's what most people think of when they think of investing in real estate. I right. think right out of the chute. But we're right. going to talk today about a handful of other ways that you can do on top of that. Mm-hmm. That you can do this to generate potentially more income for yourself. Correct. So, so um, let's get started. First things first, uh, we want to talk about kind of the, the concept of if you do buy that first home or maybe it's not your first home and you end up buying it and then having, you know, if you're a single person or a, a couple and you wanted to have roommates, well, that's that's a potential for that income. Right. And you can uh, rent like one room out or two. Yeah. Help the first some of that cost of the mortgage. And that's really kind of that first and foremost thing you're trying to cover in any of these scenarios. Uh, a quick story about that. Actually, I've got two uh, friends that are brothers that have been doing this for the last three years now um, that invest in a property one a year, but their whole goal is they buy it with the plan to have at least one of them live in it. So it's going to be a primary residence. Okay. That The first one they bought, they both moved into it. It was a primary residence. They were allowed to use the, the financing that you get to buy a primary residence. Mm-hmm. Investment financing from a lender requires a lot higher down payment. Right. And so for them, they're able to do it and, and finagle a little bit better. It's all legal. And, you know, they, they're using it as their primary residence. They have to live there for at least two years. Two years. So after year one, they bought a second property and one, one of, them of them moved into moved the into other that. one. Yep. So then they, and then they both had roommates yeah, in their yeah. places. And so now they are able to fully rent out the first one. And this year three, we're working on buying the third. And then one of them is going to move into that and keep that Smart. as it. So they're, they're going to continue to do that. But so the first two are now full on investment properties with okay. renters in them. And the third one is going to be there, like move, move in and then have roommates. So you have this opportunity to 
cover the mortgage and then maybe a little bit more and end up doing what investors love to talk about, which is cash flowing and yes. actually having a little bit of money come down to the bottom line. So that's kind of that concept of living with roommates. That's one way you can really, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think do that's it a little awesome. Differently. Um, so another way is to just buy an investment property. Well, I, I mean, I guess they are kind of doing this too now with their first properties that they bought, but just buying a property to rent out. And now you can either do short-term rental or long-term rental. Um, and that varies based on a few different things. So it could either be location. Um, another thing is what the regulations are in the city. Like I know where I am in Wheat Ridge, you can't do short-term rentals unless you live there. Short-term rental meaning? Airbnb, VRBO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm doing, if I, like you can't just do like three days at a time. So it really is very dependent. You have to really look at each little city and each little spot to double check. So that's an, one thing. Um, and then also, you know, cost, demand in that area are other things to look at. So um, a couple things with that. It's nice because you have someone covering your costs of the mortgage for the most part, as long as you get people, you know, moving. Um, and then also... Uh, the thing is, being a landlord isn't necessarily for everyone. That's so, very true. Yeah. So, I mean, or doing the short-term rental thing, that's not necessarily for everyone either. And so you can hire property management companies if you wanted to um, for them to be able to look over your properties, especially if you get a bunch of them. Yeah. If you have like 10, you might want someone to be doing that for you. Boy, Even if you had one. It's a sweet, <laughs> sweet problem to have. Yeah, all those that would be nice. Oh, that would be very nice. Um, and same with short-term rentals. I mean, they have the Airbnb, the VRBO that will help you market it, but they also take a little bit of a fee. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, in Colorado, cause that's where we are. Right. I think it is a desirable thing to be able to do as I, is, yeah. is own a, a, even a short-term rental because there are so many areas to visit in Colorado right. that, especially where we're at and that just outside of the Denver area. In Arvada, you know, I mean, we're we're close enough to the mountains that it's a nice place to be able to, you know, stay and then get up to the mountains or stay and get down to Denver. And so the opportunities are there, I think, in, in a place like this. They are. I have some clients that are looking into it right now and just kind of trying to find the exact right location that is good for them to be able to get that cash moving. Love it. Get enough, you know, occupancy throughout the year. And then they want it here, too, because of the fact that they can kind of keep an eye on it. You know, people buy do buy those Airbnbs in like other states, um, which that's not for everybody either. Some people are either. all about it. We right. have an agent in this office who yeah. you know had just bought one out of state not that long ago, and so right. you know, for for some some folks, that's right up their alley. I like the idea of being close by. Yeah, so you can check on it if you need to. Yeah, like not in paying someone to do that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So it's not. It just depends on your wants, I guess. Yeah. It depends. It depends. It's our, one of our favorite terms. Uh, another opportunity. So kind of along the same lines of the having roommates, uh, being able to buy a multifamily or multi-unit building, and we're not talking apartment building with, you know, 200 apartments in it. We're talking mm -hmm. a duplex right. or triplex or quadplex or whatever you want to call them. You know, there's a lot of those opportunities where you can't, or sometimes there's the Single family home that has a separate entrance to the basement, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's and a good one. Those are those are opportunities to live in one spot 
and rent out the other. You know, if you're in, if you buy a triplex, you can live in one and rent out the other two. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, those are you all know, of a sudden you're you're paying for your mortgage with the rent that is coming in, and maybe then some. You're actually yeah. making some money on it, and that, that you know, I think that's probably the ideal situation for most people that are doing right. that. So, um, you know, that's that's there again. You are a landlord at that point, so it's not for everybody. So there are some pros and cons to, to each of these things that we're bringing out. Um, sometimes if you live there too, it's a little bit easier to keep an eye. Totally. You know? You... As opposed to being an absent kind of landlord. Yeah. 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 That's a very good point. And I think. But you don't want to overstep your boundaries. Well, it's true too. <laughs> We, yeah, did talk about, we did talk about fun neighbors right before we started recording, but we won't get into that. Um, but uh, the, other, the other option is, as I talked about before with that primary residence um, financing, it doesn't always apply when you're doing something like a multifamily, but it could. That's definitely a pick up the phone, talk to your lender, and figure out the most logical financing setup for you if you're going to go after something like that, I think. Right. Yeah. Very good. So the last thing that we want to talk about and way to invest in real estate is flipping homes. So this isn't necessarily for everyone. I mean, you need to be a little bit handy. A little bit savvy. Yep. Yeah, or have a little bit extra cash to hire someone to be able to do it. Um, but honestly, it's a great way to do it quick. So if you have some capital to put into a home, like, you know, the idea is to buy low, fix it up, and sell for the top dollar. And be able to make your money back on that. So it's not for everyone, but I do think it's it's a great opportunity. Well, some some people turn it into their full on business. It is. Yeah, job. I have friends that do that. And yep. That's what they do, and they're they're great at it. And that's the difference is that there's there's those out there that are great at it, and those out there that you don't want to put lipstick on a pig. That's the term, and it's, <laughs> it's it really you can tell when it's happening. you can you really can you can tell if they haven't put in the necessary steps to make that house a good house. Like make sure you double check like AC and, you know, a furnace, all the big ticket items. And I can say this because I won't name names or addresses, but there was one on my street about a year Mm -hmm. ago that um, lady lived in it since it was built in the sixties. She moved to be closer to family because she was by herself Uh and an investor bought it. Clearly pumped too much money into it because when they put it back on the market, it was so overpriced for the neighborhood that it mm. sat and it sat and it yeah. sat. And they ended up lo- lowering the price by overall a good chunk. I want to say about 12% in total from start to finish. Okay. It sold, but while it was on the market, my wife and I happened to set up a showing just to go look at it. Mm-hmm. And you could see, you could see the corners that were cut and it's just Got a it. shame, you know? So Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not for everyone, but yeah. you actually can. I mean, if you're savvy when it comes to purchasing and then when it comes to doing the renovations, like honestly, it could be a great business for you. It's just, it has to be for the right person. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it was your idea to kind of, if you're thinking about it, get into it with your own home that you have now. Yeah. That's like what I'm doing. I mean, I'm kind of doing that with my house, although I'm also becoming attached to it. So I don't know <laughs> if I could just sell it. But yeah, if you, you know, if it's something maybe you want to do, try doing some of those little renovations and just slowly make your house perfect and then for you and then you can sell it. 100%. Maybe. And we've had episodes <laughs> where we've talked about that. So I think that's I think that's a piece that you can start with if yes. this is something you're dabbling in. You and know? as you should anyways. Yeah. Build that equity. And let it be the house you want to live in while you're living there. I think that's exactly. an important one too. So I think our, our lesson to be learned from this week is 
that investing in real estate is a very smart way to diversify the portfolio. It's If you have the means, honestly, it is, it's a great way. It's definitely a, a, a relatively, I know you'll hear a lot in the news, but it's re- a relatively stable, you know, way to invest your money too in the long run, for sure. 100%. So that does it for us on this episode. But um, thank you all, as always, for listening. Thanks, big, big thanks to Brewery Ricoli for um, everything that we got to enjoy here today. Um, and then definitely, I will go check them out. I will be there, I promise. We'll come see you, my family and I. Um, and... Yeah, as always, if you like whatever we did today or any of these episodes. Can we reach a goal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. We do need to talk about that. <laughs> yes, as of today, when we we're recording this podcast, which we won't say the date because it doesn't matter, uh, that we hit our 100th download. Now, that's important. That's significant. That's pretty cool. That rocks. I think we deserve a little toast for that. I think because we should it's hot day. Yeah. So let's keep that up. Thank you for the support. Keep supporting. Uh, Click the subscribe button on whatever outlet you are watching or listening on. Keep downloading. Keep showing us love. And we are talking. The website is live. Um, The website is live. I forgot to mention that. And we'll make sure Nico maybe throws that up at the end along with all of our goodies. And um, definitely uh, we're talking about maybe doing some merch eventually. So it could be kind of fun too. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, thank you as always to my the team, our team, us, Nico, Nicole. Cheers. 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 Cheers.